0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Messy Mama Devotional. I know it's been a long time. Um, I know that we've all been through a lot of things. The past few years has been crazy on everybody. Uh, But I'm so thankful that the Lord made an opportunity, made a way for me to get back into doing this and a way for this devotional to start up again. So thank you if you're listening. Thank you for sticking with me through this journey. Thank you for listening. Thank you for turning your ear to hear what the Lord has to say. I am so thankful that God uh, just continually speaks to us, um, that His Word is alive, and that we can go to it in any situation and find exactly what we need. We can find the answers to every problem. Uh, we can find joy. We can find peace. We can find just every single thing that we could possibly ever need. A lot of us have searched for answers, um, and it's just its so humbling to realize that every answer is in the Word. So what a mighty God we serve. and I just want to give Him all the glory and all the honor. Um, today's episode, we're going to start back into this and get it going as a weekly thing. Uh, today's episode is titled Focus and Follow. Um, you know, th- as I said before, this has been a time of transition for a lot of people. I know in my own life, um, it's a- been a big area of transition it's been uh, difficult it's been something that I've not been uh, you know sure of each step but thank thank goodness that God has directed each step even though my flesh was unsure my spirit was confident in taking each step because God along the way would just say yes move here step there you've got this keep going press forward in this area of transition and a lot of times I think we're all afraid of transition. It's easy to become comfortable, you know, and what we're doing and, you know, day in and day out, it's easy to become comfortable. And, you know, if there's a time of transition that comes up, um, you know, our flesh is going to cry out and it's not going to want to transition because transition requires a place of even greater faith. And it requires us to step out in the unknown. It requires us to believe God to get us through something that we're not sure about. So, in this, you know, this has been one of the toughest transitions that I've went through. But what I've found is that God is so, so good. Now, I've always known that. I've always understood the goodness of God, but He has just revealed so much to me. In the past little bit of his goodness and how much he loves us how much he uh, just wants us to have the best possible things in life you know as a parent i can look at that and say yeah i absolutely understand that because i want my children to have the best things that they could possibly have in life i want them to you know have everything that they need and then some and god does the same thing with us even more you know it's hard to fathom that but He even more so wants us to have good things in life. So, you know, recently I was praying about this transition from season to season. And God spoke three very clear words to me that just they spoke to my heart so deeply. It was just like a punch in the gut of, yeah, this is exactly what I needed to hear. I was uncertain, but this absolutely clears things up. It tells me exactly what I need to do. And those three words were focus and follow. A very simple statement, but it was on time for my life. And I think it's the perfect way to start this next chapter of this devotional podcast. Focus and follow. You know, so often we look at the things going on in our lives and how well or how poorly we're doing and how that directly correlates to our focus. What do we have our attention on? Now, you know, that might be an easy thing to answer for you. Um, It might be easy to say, I've got my focus on God, but do we really? Do we really have our focus completely on the Lord, or do we have our focus partially on the Lord and partially on other things? Now, We have to be intentional on our daily focus and what we allow to have our attention. I'm a mom of two kids, and I understand my attention is very often going from one thing to another, to another, to another. I mean, and just forever going on forever. I can definitely say that I personally deal with distractions, many distractions throughout the day. You know, it seems like anytime I sit down to to focus on God, to read the Word or anything like that, you know, something's coming up. Um, Somebody needs something. Something's spilled. Someone's crying. The dog is barking. There's something going on. Uh, There's going to be a distraction. But what I want to direct our attention to in this episode is where we focus when our times get tough. Where is your attention when adversity comes? the easiest time to lose focus is when the storms roll in. You know, I don't I don't know about you, but when a storm hits my life, when something comes up that I'm not expecting at all and it just, you know, blows me out of the water, when that storm hits, the flesh part of me wants to do anything other than think about what's causing the storm. I'm the type of person that You know, if something is weighing heavily on my mind, I don't want to think about it at all. If something is really impacting my life, something negative is happening, I don't want to think about it. I want to run. I want to, you know, flood my mind with something else. I want to focus my attention just laser focused on something else to where I don't have to think about that. Because I know that if I think about it... It's tempting to let anxiety come into my life, and I I don't want to do that. So I just, I immediately want to think of other things and not focus on what's causing the storm. You know, my flesh, honestly, my flesh doesn't even want to pray about it because then I'll be thinking about it. Does that make sense? I mean, I just, I don't want to think about what is going on. I don't like confrontation. I don't want to think about it because I don't want to be anxious. You know, but that is the exact time that our spiritual self must have the power and override our fleshly desire to avoid focusing on the storm. That's something I think that's just innate in us. If there's a storm coming at us, we want to run. You know, that fight or flight syndrome, there's a lot of fight or flight, whatever it is. Um, You know, a lot of people... Want to run. A lot of people just want to stand there and fight. I am a runner. I will run in times of storm. Um, You may not be like that, but you know, this is what I do. I want to run. But the people who have the fight sense, you know, that's what we got to do. That's the type of person that we need to be. We need to stand and fight because we have to be focused on. Having victory over the storm, whatever is going on in our life, whatever situation is going on, we need to be focused on battling that and having the victory, which we will because of the Lord. You know, when we do things the right way, when we fight the way that God wants us to fight, we will always have the victory. And this is why we have to be, even when things are going great. We have to be intentional about studying the Word and staying continually in the presence of God and the peace of God. You can build up your peace just like you're able to build up muscle. You ha- when you are in the Word of God consistently, every single day, when you're reading God's Word, when you're staying in His presence, you are just building up peace, you're building up joy, you're building up strength for when the time that the storm comes you are building that up so you can stand firm and not be just blown out of the water you can stand there and say no my god has given me the power to stand firm and to win this it takes daily dedication it takes sacrifice but it's absolutely achievable now if you want to look in your bibles I'm going to be reading from a few different places today, but the first scripture that I want to look at is Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight And sin that so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith, the first incentive for our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross disregarding the shame around him and set down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Now, isn't that a big part of losing our focus on what God has for us and the calling that He's placed in our lives? We grow weary and we lose heart. We lose strength. We lose the desire to keep pressing forward because it seems like this is a mountain that we cannot conquer. You know, when confrontation comes, it's easy to just to lose heart. The crushing weight tries to choke the life out of us. It's truly amazing what sorrow can do. It's incredible, the weight that you feel, physical, spiritual, emotional. But as we just read, we have to have perseverance. We must consider and meditate on Christ, drawing strength from his peace. We have to get up and keep going. We have to press forward toward that prize, toward salvation, toward eternity, you know, toward doing the things that God has called us to do. God has called us to do so many things in this life that are easy to miss out if we don't stay focused. God has called each and every one of us to do mighty things for His kingdom. So we have to be laser focused, and especially in times when trials come, when confrontation comes we have to be laser focused. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 it says it best when talking about this. Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. I can't even tell you how many times I've been trying to see something come forward, uh trying to get something to happen and it's just like a slap in the face like really Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. Everything that we need is given to us when we seek first the kingdom of God. Not seeking first the things that we want to happen in our lives as far as worldly things, fleshly things, you know, uh, fortune, fame, things like that. Not seeking first any worldly experience or anything like that, but seeking first the kingdom of God saying, Lord, I put you first in my life, no matter what's going on, you know, no matter what's going on around me, I put you first. I put you first in reading your word. I put you first in doing the things that you've called me to do, being your hands and feet in this world, helping other people. I put you first, God. I give you the sacrifice of Dying to, dying to self every single day. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to die to self every single day. And what does that mean? That means we lay down our own desires and lay down the things that you know that we want to do, the things that uh, you know may try to rule us, like pride or anything like that, and we lay it down and say, no, I don't want to be who my flesh wants to be. I'm going to be who God has called me to be. I am making sure... That his name is glorified with every single word that comes out of my mouth. With every single action that I do, he is glorified. Not me. It's not about my glory. It's not about me being noticed. It's not about me getting attention. It is about the Lord and doing his will. When things start raging around you we go we need to go to god first before anything else before any person in your life before any article on the internet seek god first yes it's hard we've been we've been conditioned to go to everything and to everyone else before the lord that's how the world works that's how we've been conditioned for so long and that's why it takes sacrifice true peace requires you to let go of what the world says gives you peace and trust God. That's what we're supposed to do. That is where um, the second part of what God said to me comes into play, to follow, to truly follow. Now, I know a lot of times we want to say, you know, be a leader, don't be a follower. And yeah, that's, you know, when you're around people, you want to lead them to Christ. But when uh, when you're in a situation like this, where you don't know what to do, you don't know what to say, um, that's a t- there's a time to lead and there is a time to follow. And in this situation, it is a time to follow. If you're in a season like this, if you're transitioning, um, if you've got things going on in your life, it's time to follow Jesus. That is what you need to do above all else. Two simple words: follow Jesus. Now, he spoke about this multiple times, and if you want to look at John 8, 12 with me, this is Christ speaking, and he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You will not walk in darkness when you follow Jesus. You will not walk in being unsure and not knowing what to do of, I don't know. You don't walk in darkness when you're following Jesus. He is the light of the world. Darkness cannot overtake the light. No matter how dark something is, light will not be overtaken. It will not be overshadowed. Light always holds its own. So if you don't know what to do, if you're in a situation where you're just saying, God, I have no idea what to do. Follow Jesus. Follow. When our focus is not on God, we are stumbling around in the dark. We're searching for peace and hope, but we only find fear and sorrow. That's all that you're ever going to find when you try to do it on your own. That's all that you're ever going to see. Darkness is all you're going to see if you're trying to do it your way or the world's way. That's not ever going to get you to peace and joy and hope. But following the light of the world, following Jesus is what gives us peace. It's what gives us knowing exactly which step to take. This is a two part process of focus and follow. And it's the key to continual peace and success. But God's success, not the world's success, God's success for you. Don't misunderstand me. It's not about what the world deems successful, it is all about the Lord and what He has for you. You have a plan and a purpose that can only be unlocked when you focus and follow. Being successful in God is living your life and doing what He has called you to do, living a life of peace, joy, health, and prosperity. If you're lacking in any of those areas, check yourself. See if you are focusing and then check and see if you are following. Because you have to do both at the same time. You can't do one and then try to do the uh, It's the same time. You have to do them right together. Focus and Follow. Now, sometimes you're going to have distractions. You know, you're going to have adversity when it comes in your life and your flesh will scream, pushing you to lose control and succumb to the worry and fear. But you have to take control of your focus. Build it up by reading the word of God. Study it. Spend time in his presence. We can spend all day on our phones, but it takes so much time. Uh, willpower to just open up our Bibles and read the Word of God. You know, we've gotten to a place where that's hard, and it should not be hard to put down our phones and open up our Bibles and read, to spend time with God, to put down our phone and say, Lord, I just wanna, I want to spend time with you. I want to have a conversation because God calls us to do that. He calls us to have a conversation. He wants to talk to you just like you talk to anybody in your life. He wants to hear about your day. He wants to hear, you know, what's going on in your life and what you're questioning, what your next step is. He wants to talk to you. Focusing and follow it says, put down your phone. I mean, it's it's truly as simple as that. Put down your phone. Check it. Check and see how much time you spend on your phone on a day. It's there's a great, um, great little thing that pops up and tells you this is your screen time. Check it and see. And think, do I spend as much time talking to God or reading my Bible as I do on my phone? That's why we have to focus and follow. The world is going to try to lead you astray every single time. Because the world is not concerned about anything other than steering you away from the will of God. But in the presence of the Almighty, there is peace, there is hope, there is joy, and praise God, there is freedom. If you're going through a hard season, God is with you. Keep on going. Keep pushing forward and never lose sight of the plan that God has for your life. This will not last forever. Listen, it will not last forever. Whatever's going on, whatever confrontation, it's not going to last forever. You may feel like it is. You may feel like it's never going to end, but it will not last forever. You will come out of this, and you're not even going to smell like smoke from the fire that has raged around you. Praise God. That's who we serve. We serve the God who you come out, and you don't even smell like smoke when you come out of confrontation, when you come out of adversity. You may have been in a raging fire, but you don't have a drop of smoke on you. You don't have an ash, uh, anything, nothing. There's no ashes on you. You are completely clean, and that is who we serve. So to wrap up, what do you focus on during the storm? Do you focus on the waves, or do you focus on the one walking on top of them? We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We have to keep going forward, doing what he said to do. You know, adversity often comes when you do exactly what God has called you to do. When you take a stand and you take a step to do what God has called you to do, adversity is going to hit even harder. It's going to come at you even more because that's the enemy's goal is to get your eyes off of Jesus and to not do the things he's called you to do. You know, if you're a Christian, if you are saved, he can't take away eternity from you. But the enemy's going to want you to stop influencing other people to know who the Lord is from, you know, accepting salvation. If you lose focus, you can't influence them. You can't, you know, share the gospel with them. You can't do any of that if your focus is on all these other things. So that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants you to lose focus But we are conquerors through all things. Of all things, we are conquerors through Christ, through his power, through the sacrifice that he made. Focus and follow. Focus and follow. And just watch and see what God does.